One of the things you raise, one of the points you raise, David, is about the way in which decline in expert knowledge can be a cause of uncertainty for people um, and also that there are diverse and different systems of knowledge in the contemporary world. But what do we mean by expert knowledge and what constitutes expertise? Margaret, what do you think we mean when we say expert knowledge? Well, what we don't mean, I think, is, is a kind of individual expertise, the sort of person who develops a vast knowledge of things like 19th century railway branch lines or some subspecies of baboon who's following their own particular agenda and building up a lot of individual knowledge. We're not talking about that sort of personal knowledge. When we talk about expert knowledge, we're talking about a form of knowledge to which access is restricted, which isn't just individual, but has some kind of social institutional framework and a great deal of power and authority attached to it. The example is that of doctors, and I think that's a good example uh, because it's one we're all familiar with in our everyday lives. We give our trust to doctors and we put ourselves into their hands because of their status as experts and this is backed up by the authority of their professional associations with all the regulations about training and qualifications and also by the state which gives to them and to them only the power to administer drugs and perform surgery and other kinds of medical intervention. So it was because he was an expert, a doctor, that Harold Shipman was allowed access to the morphine that he used to kill his victims with. And it was because he was a doctor uh, that they allowed him to inject them with rather disastrous consequences. The recent debate that David alluded to does suggest that there has been some kind of decline in trust of the medical profession, and he talked about alternative medicine. Another example is the use of the, the internet for patients to get information about their own diseases and possible treatments and so on. But I wonder whether the power of the experts has really diminished because when we're talking about expertise, as I said, we're not just talking about knowledge that people can acquire. We're talking about something which is socially sanctioned, uh, which has authority and legitimacy attached to it. And I'm not sure that uh, things have changed as much as uh, David might have been suggesting there. What about the new sources of expertise, though? At what point does something attain the status of having the expert stamp attached to it? In relation to medicine, I was thinking of the examples of, of where there may be some challenges to um, the traditional um, hierarchy of medical knowledge. You suggested that this may not be the challenge and may not be as great um, as has already been suggested. But what are the challenges and aren't some of those actually creating new forms of expert knowledge which individuals can access? Uh, maybe it's getting our information off the internet, maybe it's looking at magazines, maybe it's looking at um, accessing books that give you this kind of advice or alternative sources of advice. But I would question that that comes under the definition of expertise that we've used. Um, th this is a form of knowledge um, and it's possible that uh, these forms of knowledge may also become institutionalised and may challenge other institutions. But until they, they are 
institutionalized in some way i don't i don't think that medical information published in in magazines is is going to be a serious challenge to the power of the experts i think there's also a distinction to be made between trust and power i mean i think one can envisage a situation in which trust has declined but power remains in the hands of experts i mean it seems to me in the case of doctors um, that there is a great deal of distrust around some of the things that they do, but at the end of the day, people still have to make a decision about well, you know, what am I going to what am I going to do to deal with mine or my child or my partner's ailment? Um, and there, you know, the power of the medical profession, you know, remains very significant because also the kind of options and alternatives are actually quite difficult to access. And the range of new knowledges whilst not actually having the status of traditional expertise, may still actually create greater uncertainty for people who are having to make decisions. Well, that's right, because many of the new systems of knowledge, and I think in particular of kind of aromatherapy or homeopathy, many members of the public, you know, find themselves between the devil and the deep blue sea. On the one hand, you have old systems of knowledge, which people have, um, if not ceased to trust, certainly have legitimate and serious doubts about. But the kinds of alternatives on offer are not necessarily any stronger, although they offer some kind of challenge. It's not clear that their knowledge base is any more secure or legitimate than those that they're seeking to depose. From the Open University. For more information, go to www.open.ac.uk forward slash use.